Well, we're coming up on 100 pods soon, Marina, and you know, I think we've done pretty well, don't you? I mean, there's been some teething troubles along the way, sure, but... All right, just a minute. Oh. Oh, once again, I've listened to a cosy round of self-congratulations. Aren't we doing well? Well, I rather thought we were. Um, didn't you think so, Marina? Yeah, yeah, we're quite happy with it. Once again, I am shocked. Any specific reason, Commissioner? Oh, what, you mean that it's taken us so long to get around to asking you to press the button on the randomizer? Well, I suppose we could let you do it today. Yes, you must. You're going to do exactly as I tell you. Ah, okay. Well, what's to be done? Oh, sorry. Well, it's pretty straightforward. Uh, press the button. That's it. I mean, I'm always open to suggestions about the randomizer, Commissioner, good or bad. We should maintain it, we should exploit it ruthlessly. Well, I'm sure your selection will be the best choice that's ever been made. The choice is obvious. It's my decision. Yes, it is. And I'm sure you absolutely meant to select a supercar episode. What? Specifically, the Sunken Temple. You shouldn't have left that choice to a machine. Oh, you're never happy, are you? Supercar! <laughs> So today's episode is, uh, this is actually the very first episode of Supercar that I ever saw, The Sunken Temple. So I have a bit of, uh, a bit of nostalgia for this one, certainly. I, uh, I got this on the tape trading network, uh, back in, um, well, I guess 2002, 2003, um, which was copied for me by a, uh, a very dear friend that I, I stupidly didn't do enough to to keep. Um, but yeah, he, he copied this and uh, Trapped in the Depths, because I think they were on the same tape as uh, a pair of Fireball episodes. <laughs> Mitch, come back with that. So for a long time, all I had were, were these two episodes. I wonder what Professor Tarman can possibly be discussing with Beaker in there. That guy? He's a professor? Of classical history. One of the best. I thought we just let him into the building and let him wander around and do whatever the hell he wanted without actually asking what his business was, Professor. Just signing up Supercar to help me locate the sunken temple of Poseidon, the sea god. So we have this, uh, Professor Terman, who has, uh, well, he's just told you what he's doing. I've been in the Aegean skin-diving around the shallows and come up with proof the sunken temple's not far off, but somewhere too deep for my outfit. How's that? No limit so this is a, another... Uh, can't carry enough air for a long search. Very enthusiastic, uh, David Graham character. Uh, looks a reasonably youngish puppet. A young man. Mike Mercury would say you're on. Great. If I go on a And I, for some reason I really like this character because he's he's so excitable and he's absolutely hopeless at everything. As I remember. I haven't seen this for a while. This supercar! Anyway, I think we're all off to uh, to uh, investigate the, the sunken temple in this one. You and I in the back seat, Jimmy? And you in the trunk, Mitch? Well, you can stay at home if you want. <laughs> uh, actually, I promised Mitch that on this trip, uh, Jimmy could go in the trunk and uh, and Mitch could ride up front. But otherwise, poor old Mitch, there's no... There's no room to move in there. There's no... I, I, I don't... You know what? I don't actually remember seeing Supercar's trunk open as such. I think they just say that it has a trunk and we never actually see that reflected on the model. I'm not sure I've ever seen any um, sort of like uh, cross sections or cutaways of Supercar to see that that um, trunk. But it looks like they're just sitting on each other's laps. There's no room in there for four people. There's hardly any room for two. And here we are. Right on schedule. 
I'd better give them some sort of landing signal. There we are, down below. I can see his light. Ah, a little torch. That'll do it. Because the campfire that was already lit and is burning quite brightly, that wasn't going to be enough. Sure I'm hungry. And I guess Mitch will be glad to get out too. Assuming he's even still alive. Poor old Mitch. Oh, and again, another a shot where they've lowered the full-size supercar into shot with the four puppets in. for the barbecue! Stuff like that must have been very difficult to, to achieve. Oh. Now it's... Aww. Harmonica around the campfire and Mitch is dancing like a... Like a loon. Oh. Getting a good uh, display of Mitch crotch there. Well, as you can probably tell, this one is... Um, this is a slow building plot, I think. We're getting a full Mitch dance sequence. Which is um, fairly well animated by the puppeteers. Gee, Professor Terman, that... You great. suck. You aren't like a real professor at all. Well... <laughs> what are you implying, Jimmy? You little twat. Oh, I see Dr. Beaker is examining the jars I found already. Uh, Dr. Beaker? Uh, my dear fellow, oh, these are interesting. Oh, really, most interesting. Uh, you found them in shallow water, you say? That's right. Oh, no, we're getting a display of beaker crotch there. He was just sat on a, I guess it looks like a tree stump, but the way it's shot, he's kind of, um... Water clear. Kind of looked like he might have been going to the lavatory. Anyway, at that depth, I couldn't do much on my air supply. Certainly not like bringing up the heavy stuff by myself. Well, now you can use your outfit in collaboration with Supercar. That is, if Mitch leaves it alone. <laughs> oh, oh, no. Oh, that's it. Broken pot. I think he's hurt something. Yeah, he also just smashed a priceless artifact. Who the devil are you? By your favor, good sirs, I am Antonio the Gypsy. And I am truly tired and cold. Could it be that good sirs could spare a warming drink? Hmm. Well, Jimmy seems to have his foot in the campfire, so you're welcome to take a piece of that. Okay, you're welcome to a mug of coffee. Yeah, we'll take on anybody who just happens to wander along, I guess. But this guy doesn't look at all sinister. <gasps> Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> oh no, he's he got into a staring contest with Mitch there, and Mitch, uh, Mitch panicked and ran off. That's not like him. Can you tell fortunes? Of all who have the art, Antonio is the best. Unfortunately, you have no future, so we'll move on to the next person. Ooh. Made the campfire explode again. Antonio reads the flames. And those are quite high flames. Um, you have come here to disturb... The puppet looks very close to them. I suppose you're right, Antonio. We're, we're looking for the sunken temple of Poseidon, the sea god. You will not find it. Antonio sees... So this is, I think, a forerunner of um, an episode that we've already covered on the randomizer, which was Stingray's In Search of the Taj Manon, where we have a, a lost sunken temple and there's a native chappy telling us, ah, don't do it, don't do it, ah... Um, and handing it out. Oh, steady, Mike. And also, I suppose, uh, Desperate Intruder as well in Thunderbirds was a, a similar story. Wandering Gypsy. I'm I'd have to believe, though, that this, this was the uh, the very first one, though. But I must go now. I will disturb you no more tonight. You sure you wouldn't like some more coffee? Antonio, thanks you, <laughs> Oh, obvious villain, adversary person. You sure we can't... Oh, oh he's got some of his uh, strings tangled there. Can you beat that? Most... Most peculiar. 
Is that is that halfway through the episode already? Oh, okay. Well, we're halfway through, and uh, we're only just now going uh, going into the water. Go on ahead. I'll slither down that underwater cliff in my own time. With this telephone contraption, we can have heap big underwater powwow. <laughs> I, uh, I think this guy is on something. He's brilliant. He's, he doesn't stop laughing. Starboard. I get that. Somebody help me on with this goldfish ball, huh? I think they're trying to sort of make him not seem like a sort of old stuffy professor. Thanks, I'll walk. <laughs> Plenty of healthy exercise. That's me. Okay. He's trying to make him seem a bit, a bit younger and a bit hipper. But um. Doc. I too. Oh, there was some um, moisture droplets on one of Beaker's wires. There. Seems okay. See you down there, Professor Terman. See you down there. And I think with this episode, we are also reusing a lot of the... To the warnings of Anton. If not the sets, then certainly the equipment and costumes from... I am no more but as Spiros the Bandit. I have little oh, patience with Bandit. Yeah, I think the um, the diving suit that Professor Terman is wearing there was uh, Bill Gibson's back in Deep Seven. So I would imagine we're probably going to see some, uh, some similar underwater scenes here. A depth 80 feet. And as always, we forgot to close the canopy, Mike. Uh, we're actually drowning now, Mike. If you feel like a swim, you could always take Terman's place. Yeah, thank you. No, I, I prefer my comforts. Oh, that's it. Terman's making his way down the underwater cliff. And of course, we've got a uh, fish tank in front of the set here. Um, with rather a lot of fish in the shots of Terman, actually. He, um, he is basically almost obscured. Shots of supercar look a bit better, but I, I think it's the um, the fact that the fish, the fish are there, but they're not in focus, which doesn't really make sense because in theory they should be five. They're nearer to the viewer than than terminal or supercar behind them should be, and yet they look um very blurry. Anyway, we found the remains of our sunken temple. That didn't take long. Can you see him, Doc? Um. Not yet, but uh, if he followed our wake, ah. It's lovely music. Anyway, they've met up with uh, Professor Terman, who, yeah, somehow has uh, managed to beat them to it. Even though he was walking slash swimming there. Oh, and I love that they can connect the diving suit to um, supercar via a... An ordinary headphone jack. Yards over to the right. That's great. Now hold on. We'll give you a toll. Yeah, another shot of the um the fish tank in front of the model set. It looks. This kind of looks like it was shot on um video. I'm sure it wasn't, but just the way it. Better the, the way that the fish are so blurry in the foreground, it. What is that thing, Doc? I imagine it is the god Poseidon himself. Ask Professor Terman. I found something. You're telling us it's just about falling on our head. Oh, I don't mean the statue. There's a square object here that looks almost like a strong box. I don't think they used to have strong boxes in the second century BC. <laughs> what a... Imagine not knowing that, Mike. He's, a, he's such a fool. I have a pretty shrewd notion who already warned us of their property. Oh, My so Mr. Gypsy or Mr. Bandit or whatever. Professor Terman thinks he's found a strong box, right? I'm sure of it. 
Well, how long would you say it's been there? Oh, not long. It's not encrusted at all. Then I'll bet our friend Antonio... Oh, did you leave it down there? That's why he didn't want us to dive today. I don't know what's in it, but I'll bet Antonio knows that, too. Ooh. Correct, my friend. So you have taken the too curious step. And it is one too far. Then we'll dive again this afternoon. And we'll take down the acetylene torch. Sure we will. I've... Yeah, we'll, we'll do all sorts of things. I just love doing things. We shall see, my friends. We shall see. Ah, I must say, Professor Tarman, you are a wonderful cook. <laughs> More eating. Get out of that diving suit for a few minutes. We'll have to make our second dive soon. And then we'll have our third meal, then our third dive. Be silent. Here. Oh, so Spiros is trying to lure Mitch away. Um, yep, and succeeded. It didn't take long for Mitch to... Uh, it doesn't take much to lure Mitch away, just, I think, one peanut there. After noon, you dive. Well, it may be more dangerous than you think. Spiros has just let the air out of the uh, diving suit or, or something. What's up with Mitch? Maybe he's in a hurry for us to get started again, eh, Mitch? <laughs> oh, no, he's trying to warn them. I don't know. He's trying to warn them about the suit. Tell us something. Because, you know, he's not above taking bribes to look the other way, but he's not also... he's also not going to not report to the sabotage. The cutter ready? Yes, uh, you can um, uh, get cracking with this. Because he's basically loyal to no one, is Mitch, except anyone who will feed him. The cutter will last as long as you do. Okay. I'll switch onto the second bottle now. First one's all but empty. Uh-oh. What's the matter? There's... there's nothing in the second bottle. What? Then you gotta surface fast. Switch back to the first bottle and blow out the suit and you'll go up like a cork. Prepare another meal once you get up there. We're hungry. Oh. This determines just floated back to the surface. Well, that was, um... I knew Mitch was trying to tell us something about the diving suit. Weren't you, Mitch? What? Oh, yeah, yeah, sure. <laughs> Mitch was staring into a teacup at the time. Oh. Well, I'm not sure it wouldn't be easy He's still doing it. Dive whatever is in that strong box. It's too dangerous. Oh. So Spurus the bandit was overhearing them, but where he was, it was daytime, and here it's night again. At dawn tomorrow, Doc and I will take Supercar up and find Antonio. And we'll keep an eye on him till Professor Terman finds what's in that strongbox. I still think it would be quicker to go down by myself. <laughs> Mitch agrees with him. Mitch is, Mitch is very invested in this plan now. So, yeah, that was, the th I guess, the third meal was consumed there. He's gone down again. Oh, no. Terman's gone down to the sunken temple on his own. What does that note say? It says he's sorry to sneak off like this, but he thinks there's a sporting chance of one man getting down and back without being spotted. Sporting chance. Well, what can we do, Mike? Take Supercar down to look for him, I guess. We don't even know how long he's been gone. So now here we are back in the uh, sunken temple, having another go at that strong box, which of course is uh, right next to this uh, statue of Poseidon, which is leaning at a fairly... Uh, Awkward angle, as they commented previously. Too long. I'll bring him up if I have to pull him to the surface by the seat of his pants. I'll make him cook me breakfast if it's the last thing I do. One thing's for certain, Terman's in trouble. <gasps> oh, oh dear. Spiros has rigged up a sort of tree branch boomerang thing to lob sticks of dynamite into the lake. Discourage them. And of course he's getting these sticks out of a big crate marked dynamite. Ooh. Stock footage of explosions. <gasps> and there goes the statue. Very slowly. Falling on Terman. Very slowly. Nearly there. Hold on. 
and down. <laughs> Accompanied by more um, non-Barry Gray library music there, which I was always... I'll take Supercar down to Professor Down! I always liked it. it. It turned up in other shows as well. It was in, like, The Saint and Danger Man around the same time. Dr. Beaker and I... I'd like to hear some of that in, um, in isolation. You're better at that sort of action than I am, Mike. I know there's a, a another uh, another supercar soundtrack CD coming out soon, but I I don't think any of that music is on there, which is a shame. And you and Mitch stay here, Jimmy. I may need your help. But probably not. Yay! Professor Popkiss gets to fly supercar. So now they take their machine out again, do they? <laughs> Very good. Now I shall settle them once and for all. Fire three. <laughs> oh, wait, who am I giving orders to? Yeah, I think. I guess we ought to get out the first aid box. <laughs> oh, you want to be useful? Oh, why start now? You must be somewhere near the bay for the explosion to come from over there. Uh, then I suggest we try uh, that way. Oh, so Mike and Beaker are going after Spiros the Bandit. Mike's got his gun out. This must be the entrance pillars to the temple itself. Which I always found rather odd. And yet it's a, it's an interesting uh, element of Mike's character. You know, this is such a usually such a happy, jolly show where nobody ever dies. And yet Mike sometimes was seen with a gun. <gasps> oh, another stick of dynamite's gone down. And Popkiss has run over the professor. Tailman! <laughs> oh no, he has to plug the headphone jack in again. Are you all right, Tailman? Just about, Professor. I, I think my leg's broken. I can't move. You are trapped by the statue. I'll have to move back a few feet and have a look. Do you want to unplug the uh, headphone jack first? No? Okay. Can you still hear me, Professor Tailman? Sure. Just, it hurts a bit, that's all. I'm going to try and blow some of the mud away from the other end of the statue with the exhaust. And free you. Okay, I'll, I'll yell if it gets too bad. Right. <laughs> I may not be able to hear you, but uh, yeah, sure, you do whatever. Anything happened yet, Professor Tarman? Can't tell, I, 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 I don't think so. I'm not sure I have any legs left, though. That's, uh, oh, no, there goes the other one. Oh. Again, more really nice non-grey music. I love this library stuff. I think that's done the trick. And it fits the show really well. It doesn't sound like... With my other leg. ...like it's been composed by someone else. It really does fit in quite nicely. Oh, you do the servants. Thanks. I guess I'll need some first aid. Yes, well, we have a monkey for that. Uh, unfortunately, Mitch has uh, we can do about it. been allowed by a certain snotty little oik to Give the good uh, basically tip out the first aid kit and play with it. Do you think? Just to make sure. <sighs> Jimmy. Oh. Oh, Spiros is armed as well. Mike and Beaker have found him. Oh, and we have a good old-fashioned hiding behind rocks shootout now. Get him? Oh, he certainly got the dynamite. Ah. Oh, now the puppet's all singed and cross-eyed. 
Do you feel all right now, Professor Turner? Oh God, they've really put Mitch in charge of bandaging the professor's leg. Off on my own again in future. Sorry about that. <laughs> yes, uh, you'd have had more sense, wouldn't you? <laughs> oh no! Oh, ow, ow, ow! Oh, Mitch was bandaging the professor's leg. He started, you know, waving his hand around, but his hand is still attached to the bandage, so he's pounding the professor's broken leg against the ground. Oh, good job the, prof the professor's so high he didn't register that. Got away with it if you fools had not interfered. No, no, no. The correct phrase is, I would have got away with it if it weren't for their meddling kids. A nice little haul, And their mangy monkey. As soon as I'm fit again, we'll go down. But I really think... <laughs> well, looks like I've got one volunteer at least. Well, Mitch has helped himself into the diving suit, which is suddenly uh, Simeon-sized. It's um, a, a curious running theme in um, sort of first-season Supercar episodes. It, it almost uh, each episode ends like an episode of um, Mr. Ben. Which costume is Mitch going to be wearing this week? Anyway, that was uh, the Sunken Temple. They've found some treasure. They will probably go back for another look after they've had yet another breakfast. And that, um, as I said at the beginning, I have strong nostalgic affection for that one. Um, again, it's it's an ambitious showcase for the underwater scenes uh, in a similar uh, way as, as Deep Seven was. I also really like the, um, the Professor character, who could very easily, I think, have been... Uh, Bill Gibson, but uh, it's nice that David Graham got to play uh, an even sillier, and I said slightly uh, slightly stoned professor with that one. So, yeah, maybe not one of the best, but uh, I still really like it. 